Hello and welcome to Saturn Returns, the podcast that asks, what is Saturn Returns and what the hell are you going to do to get through it? My name's Aoife Hanna and I'm very much in the middle of my Saturn Returns. In this episode, I talk to Natalie Ann Moran, very old friend and fashion superstar. She's definitely an interesting character and her ups and downs during her Saturn Returns are inspirational to all of us. Listen up, you're about to learn. Testing, testing, what the level's like, Natalie. Testing, testing. Have a chat. <laughs> Testicle. Testicle. Testies. Testies. Go. Okie dokie. Right, so. Hi, Natalie. Hey, Aoife. Who are you? Who am I? To me and generally to this world. Who are you? What do you do? Uh, I am Natalie. I am... Um... ASL. What's A sex mean? location. <laughs> That's so chat old, rooms. I don't even know what that is. No, it's from chat rooms in the fucking <laughs> late nineties. Uh, Thirty-two. Female. I live in Bethnal Green for the time being, East London generally. We're going to talk about Saturn returning. The whole premise of the show is Saturn returning, so it's like Saturn returns. So your Saturn returning. I don't really know what it means, but I think <laughs> it's like a cosmic thing that happens. It's an astrological thing that happens in your late 20s mm-hmm. i really need to google this and actually figure out what I it means before actually, I... yeah you should if you're doing a whole podcast on produced it. <laughs> <laughs> a series but basically podcasts. your late 20s something changes you kind of it's not as much it's not as feckless anymore is it it's well, like i don't i don't know if it's astrological or not but i think i felt like a definite sense of just a, a sense of calm when I hit 30 and it was literally like the day I turned 30 and I'm mm. other people I've spoken to have said the same thing so what you're so saying it, is I don't know it's psychological or what hold the fuck on Eve you'll be fine yeah it's just all kind of seems to come together um I think you just know yourself really well and um you're com- more comfortable in yourself and maybe you're on some kind of career path by that point that you know you want to do maybe oh, career possibly. path that's so boring <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i probably need to sort that out i mean this is <laughs> part of why i'm doing this um so what's your career path been like i did i've always wanted to do fashion mm. like since i was really small and i used to draw lookbooks and little collections that's adorable and like yeah I Never do all like that. the models in different poses and then I do like little lineups of all the clothes imagine your, your, and, like, your parents like oh my god she's drawing dead bodies like <laughs> <laughs> no they looked very animated in life they were do you have any of them still no my parents literally threw everything on oh, ever yeah so I graduated I hated it by fashion by the time I graduated and I was thinking I should go and do an MA in like politics or English or something and like write Um, because actually doing my dissertation was the only thing I really got into in my final year and then um, I spent a year just feeling a bit lost and working in retail Mm. and hating that and then hating that as well by the end of it and then um, it was actually my boyfriend at the time Lawson who encouraged me to he was like you have to do fashion and that's what you love and you just 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 fucking do it (laughs) Um, so I quit my job without actually any plan 
or anything to go to. Like all true G's do. Uh, <laughs> well, slightly. Well, Was I that kinda... around when I met you? Yeah, and then I started doing an internship. Actually, no, I got offered a job doing fashion sales in a showroom. That fell through at the very last minute while I was on holiday in Berlin. I was like, fuck. I finished my job on, like, Tuesday. Mm. Like, or something, whatever it was. And um, just got a random internship at Antiposium. But for the, for the you know, for the listeners, I think how we met was just like the hipster dream, isn't it? <laughs> Walking down the street in Bushwick, in New Bushwick. York City. Before it was cool. Yeah, like uh, nine years ago. Remember those people shot and everything around there? It was Wasn't literally so like cool, there was one it? shop with like cool people in and the rest was just like some biscuit factories. They crashed at a rooftop party in Bushwick. Oh. Remember we talked to that weird guy who'd like done Had... so much acid. Oh, and there was a guy dancing around the rooftop in some really saggy grey graying y fronts playing a trumpet and wrapping sellotape round things. Oh, New York. <laughs> it was amazing. You just don't get the same... And I mean, I love like London, it is like... my home, but you don't get the same level of freak, do you? It was literally amazing. And then at the time, we turned around to watch this guy doing this little sellotape dance. And then the girl I was talking to was like, that's my lover. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It was amazing. So, okay, yeah, so anyway. you... Okay, <laughs> so you... I met you, you just left your job... Oh, no, I was still working at Liberty at that point, I think. And then I think when you moved to London, it started to gradually fall into place. I mean, everything sort of happened for a reason, I guess. After interning in a couple of places, I kind of got my confidence back a little bit. And then I started freelancing. Um, I was doing stuff with Kiko, mm-hmm. like celeb stuff. Celeb. Oh, go on, drop a few names. Uh, Lady Gaga. Oh, gags. Remember when Skunk she was Nancy. good? Ugh. I never liked... Uh, um, I know you never did. You don't like pop music. I love pop music. I like some pop music. I like credible pop music. (laughs) I like, well, guess what? I like incredible pop music. Okay. Touche. Yes, exactamundo. So yeah, I just freelanced. I did my own label for a bit, which actually... I never. I Which was fell into that. It was so good. Your label was so Uh, fucking good. I would do everything so differently now. And I wish I'd never used my name. I wish I'd used... A made-up name. Those jeans that had the different coloured pockets on. I love those on, jeans. They were so good. And I feel like everyone every has ripped them off. Colour. They literally got ripped off. Loads of my stuff actually got ripped off. Yeah, because it was really great. I mean, I had no idea how to run a business and it was a bit of a disaster. And I fell into it by accident. I made a collection. Um, initially, as a portfolio thing mm. to apply for jobs. Mm. And then I wasn't getting any jobs because people were saying I didn't have enough experience oh, it's the same old bullshit isn't it they wanted a year's paid experience but then you know you need someone to let you get your foot in the door so i thought okay well i'll make a collection i'll see how it goes and a shop wants to buy it and i was selling it online so i did that for like a year and a half and then i had that horrific ankle break I did this Ooh, if, if, if Frank, my... Hannah and Kath Wolf are listening to this that's my brother uh, and my sister-in-law it was, up there, it was your fault that, well actually that... for maybe it was your fault because you I mean, were talking my glasses off it was what? potentially my fault but poor it's Natalie it's potentially my fault for wearing got... <laughs> Buffalo Tower platform boots <laughs> oh, this, that was such an iconic outfit though it I was mean, an amazing when outfit. you think about it in the long run <gasps> worth it but that time when I like I couldn't work like I, I couldn't leave. Remember the you had flat. your Zimmer like, frame and you had that toilet. Oh my seat. god, that's so embarrassing. 
you had that toilet lifter razor thing like a nan yeah I literally I couldn't put any weight on it and it was the most excruciating pain I've ever felt at least I felt like I was going to faint every time I stood up it was awful it was it? horrific but that time gave me time to think and I was like I actually fucking hate doing my own business and my own brand mm. I wasn't enjoying it it gave me the time to because I hadn't had any five minutes to stop and think about if I actually enjoyed it or not I was just doing it and you know fashion is like a never ending sort of treadmill that you can't get off and I was like right six months to sort my portfolio out and find a job and I want to work I really wanted, I really wanted to work in high street actually at the time I remember you were going Primark and everything not pr- you did supplier supplier I hated the that Primark. I hated it so much I was like the weirdo oh it's just the cheapest quality of clothes it ever actually goes against my ethics a little bit as well mm. like disposable fashion I tried it I gave it a go they were like, you're not commercial enough. I was like, oh. But then I got into the final two people for a job at Topshop. And then I got quite far with the company, which I won't name, who ripped off my designs. And then I got the job at Aries. Amazing. Which actually started off just as a freelancing. And then I was going in every day and it became really organically actually just my full-time job. Well, see, the reason I think your story is relevant to this podcast is the proofs in the pudding of your experience that it's just not as simple as start at the bottom of the mountain and get to the top. You've been up and down a load of fucking hills. Mm-hmm. And I think like... I've been broke most of the time I've been in London as well. Oh, haven't broke we all? As I've fuck. never... Actually, I have been richer than I am now. T-shirt, t-shirt label. Brand. This is something that's fun to talk about. So... Natalie has had a great idea, which I've decided to jump on and take for my own. <laughs> well, to share, but take 50% of the profits and glory. Oh, and we'll give like uh, what, half a percent to some charity or some shit. I forgot about this drunk conversation. Yeah, really we're hard. like, yeah, but we'll give like more than half percent. I mean, I am. No, that's an exaggeration. We definitely give a good percentage of the profits to five percent. Tr- yet to be decided. Two and a half. Charity. Five. We can come down to that. Yeah, two, yeah, let's yeah talk, we'll yeah. talk about that later. Um, but yes, it's going to be t-shirts. I originally wanted it to be feminist slogan t-shirts. Cause, oh, you so know, you've changed your mind. You can't there. ever get enough of those. But it's not. I'm full of them. Well, feminist slogan will also just daft things that we and our friends say. Yeah, and we do have a lot of interesting friends who are mm. massive weird. It will obviously be feminine-minded. Feminist. Like, feminist. Yeah, feminist. feminist. Well, feminist, feminine. And like, you know me, I'm always straight, the huge thing. So it goes straight to the top of my mind. I have this image of taking on local kids as interns. I'm like, stamp that t-shirt, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, if and when it comes to the point that we uh, need employees, living wage. Paying the living wage. Obviously. Are you kidding me? Well, it's you a get weird back one. on topic and talk of, about fucking yeah. Saturn returning. This okay. is the problem, rambling. Okay, yeah, I do ramble. So do I. So I think we'll just edit all this shit out. Another thing I want, like, the, the reason, I mean, the main reason I'm doing this podcast as I'm a narcissist is to <laughs> self-diagnose. I mean, I think I am. Am I a narcissist? Is that narcissistic for me to ask that? Uh, I think you are, like, a narcissist in the kind of psychological thing because that is like, actually quite a dark thing. Yeah, so, like, the main reason is is for comfort, for... Not comfort, reassurance, and also just advice. And I think it's the age I'm at is like a shitty age for lots of people. And that's why looking at people like you who've 
come through it and manage to and are managing to you know make a living from creative industries still have a good time look hard as hell yes and you know do it texting while i'm i'm listening to sexting (laughs) no sexting but it's yeah and it's what's your address Oh, for God's sake. Well, I'm not saying that on the fucking radio. <laughs> type, in, type in. Jesus. What would your advice be to people like me who are, like, a little bit lost? Um, I think try not to worry too much about the future or, or you the were past. Tell- you were saying to me, like, you last week... You just living in the moment a little bit. What's your five-year plan? <laughs> But also have a five-year plan. Basically. That's like, I was talking about the future. <laughs> you, know, you can't worry about the future. Okay, don't worry about it because you don't actually know what's going to happen. There's no point worrying about things that you don't, you know, having anxiety about it. But that's the thing. I'm not anxious. I'm I'm chill as. I'm sweet as a nut sometimes, you know, or most of the time. It's only when I'm lying in bed, looking at my bank and <laughs> weeping into my pillow. I just think, you know, if you kind of ha- have an idea of the destination you're going to- towards and you'll get there and... You know, like I just kind of decided, right, I'm going to get a job. I'm good at what I do. I'm going to get a paid job where I get to design every day. And I put my mind to it and I did it. Mm. And you can do that too. You just, I think sometimes you seem a bit lost, Eves, because you don't really know. You've got so many different things that you love doing and so many passions that you don't know exactly where you want to go to. So mm. it's hard to get there if you don't know where you're going. Yeah, that is true. And also, I think that sometimes you're scared to apply yourself to something that you want to do because you're worried you might fail and I've definitely been there as well and I think you just have to throw yourself into it and not worry about it yeah like comedy and yeah, stuff like the stand-up stuff yeah that's like I was really scared of showing people my work yeah but you just gotta sort of like push past that you've gotta <laughs> you've gotta take risks you gotta show show people stuff and I know I'm lucky, I'm really lucky that I've got so many support systems, like not only from family, but from friends like you, um, which a lot of people obviously don't have. So I'm lucky in that side of things. Yeah. But I think that's, like so many people around our age are having completely different identity crises than what either of us have had. They're like, might be working, let's say, as an accountant, but it's like, all I ever want to be be a chef. I'm just saying generally. Okay. I'm not talking about in particular. Okay. But yeah, I think my issue is potentially the old uh, jack of all trades, master of none. I don't think that's true. I think if you choose something you really, really want to do. No. No. What was that? Oh, I did just burp. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Thanks, Eva, for putting that out. Mouth fart. Uh, yeah, uh, it wasn't even a loud one. Well, the microphone picked it up. Oh God, you've completely thrown me. Sorry, because you burped through yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, guess I'm lucky because I've kind of always, pretty much, always wanted to do fashion. Apart from, I do love writing, and that's something I've been doing. Yeah, which is great. You've been doing the last year. Time. You need to write a damn self-help book. Well, and how to get through a breakup. Help me through my like depression anxiety like so much it was amazing just writing and yeah and getting through a breakup this woman i'm telling you now listeners i've never seen someone go through a breakup with better style <laughs> this young lady fucking hell you should write you need to write a book on that well i was gonna write my blog and then i got a boyfriend i got happy and i was like fuck that 
<laughs> so bad. That's so bad. Oh, no, I definitely have, have like, blood. I've got all the notes. The best boyfriend ever. I've got. He is great. I've got like loads of notes and like screenshots. I've got some really hilarious Tinder screenshots that definitely need to go on some blog somewhere. Oh god, the shit people. You know what I was thinking recently that I wish I had done is taken a screen grab of every dating profile I've ever had. I have had so many. Oh, that would be so fun. How funny would that be? Like, like on the shit I would say back from like gaydar girls when I first started dating. You know, when When was that? Twenty two. So six years ago. And I'm sure, like, I would say, I remember once in one of my profiles, I said, uh, like a mixture between Bridget Jones and Miranda Hart. Oh, my <laughs> God. Keen Shut to, the front door. Keen to die a virgin. Uh, although I wasn't a virgin at this point. <laughs> I'll let you know. I was having regular S-E-X with people that wasn't me. Um, yes, sister. You know that, like, my recent breakup, this was actually the first time I'd ever used online dating that that was so exciting I actually insane on tinder i was like oh my god the novelty and it, um yes i was i was and I had a party a, to that now that going out with you was an absolute flipping nightmare of life. it was hilarious everyone loved it you loved it i mean i loved it but it was just so foreign to me because i'd only ever known you as like a monogamous yeah person. single natalie is a whole single natalie lock up your sons and potentially your daughters because she was bi-curious for about a week yeah i thought it I, well, everyone was like, you should try being a lesbian. I was like, maybe I should. But then I just gravitate towards It's just the haircut. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I gravitate towards cack. <laughs> Good Lord. That was like, remember the time Elaine was talking to me and she can't wait to get a brisk on. I was like, why? I'm going to get some cack. And I was like, cack? She's like, what are you talking about? I understand you. So funny. She's like, cack, you know, cack. Other things I've been thinking about doing so we're doing our t-shirts i'm also gonna do a supper club <gasps> oh well uh, fingers crossed <gasps> ah, yeah rent oh it God, out that'd be amazing. um and it's because remember when i was thinking of doing street food but street food is just the costs it's, are just and it's kind of dead it's a little bit over what's the word saturated oversaturated yeah and there's For a sure. lot of shit ones out there but what i think i want to do a supper club called hot and stinky <laughs> and everything's got chilli and garlic in chilli and or garlic and each one would have a theme so the first one I'd do would be like Caribbean and then next one mm-hmm. would be like Southeast Asian or Indian like food that I've learned to cook I actually also feel like a supper club is more suited to your style of cooking for sure small like homely like yeah. being involved with everyone Yeah, and then also, and also hosting as well think as of the fucking cooking. merch oh my god I want to get in on that on I want merch, you yeah to illustrate a sexy chilli and a sexy garlic (gasps) kissing each other hot and stinky on t-shirts that would be so cute that would be so pang okay leave it with me okay but you've got to do it but I'm going to do it after Glastonbury um, and I need to get 20 I I want to do it for like 25 covers Mm -hmm. £20 ticket Mm -hmm. that's BYO Mm -hmm. sounds really good so I need would you have to do anything with licensing if it's no, because it's BYO. BYO. No, license. Oh, I want to come to that to right now. To get 25 people. <laughs> Me. I no, but I need to get 25 do. people to buy tickets because most of our friends are skint. So this is when yeah, we talk to like... 20 quid for dinner. Carolina's friends and stuff who work in tech who can like... I would, I, even if I'm skint, 20 quid for like a good dinner is not... 
Well, so yeah, I th- out I, of the realm, I was thinking, especially with I was the BYO, three like... courses for twenty five. Yeah, yeah. We good to so good. have money at the end of it to put into the next one. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be much of a profit. We could definitely get friends. I'll do a Facebook off when it yeah. looks down the line. Yeah, hot and stinky nights. I think would be so good. Sounds great. Right theme. Cool. So, what would your sort of parting advice and parting like positivity to the beautiful young people and old people and every age people listening to this shit? Oh God, I've got to be wise now. You are wise. <laughs> I don't know if I'm very good at the kind of like wisdom sound bites. Let me think. Don't eat yellow snow. Well, just find something that you're passionate about and make that your job. It's something that I've always believed in. Mm. And your 20s is kind of horrific in many ways. It's really, really fun, but also you literally have no clue. It's kind of like a second teenage hood. Teenage hood, is that a word? Teenage dumb. Clitoral hood. (laughs) Second teenage experience. Yeah, and it's... You are still figuring yourself out and you're still really young and just don't, I think just don't sweat it too much because it does get better and I think that things and life gets better with age. I'm really comfortable with ageing and I'm really happy being my 30 years. Yeah, ageing's never stressed me out. I had like a bit of a mid-twenties crisis for sure, like when I was like 25. And now I'm like, you know, working for a brand I really love. I've got really solid experience. I've learned so much. And every shitty job you did that you were being driven wild during, yeah, was worth it because it all added up. I've learned so much, even like my retail stuff. You know, you re- I learned a lot through that. I like. Well, you learn what the customer got, wants. Yeah, I got like direct feedback from the customer. I got to go on buying trips with some of the people. I was working with denim, and then a lot of people who worked at Liberty at the time went on to go and do things in the industry. So you know, you build up that network of people. All right, look, going to wrap it up. Thank you very much, Natalie. You're welcome. Thank You're the you best. For inviting me. Um, what is your social media handle, etc.? Uh, oh, my Instagram is the Natalia Supernova. Mm-hmm. And you are designer extraordinaire at Aries. Yes. And Aries, what is their Instagram? Aries Arise is the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Ariesarise.com if you want to go and shop. Cool. Always going to get a plug in, babe. Yeah. And soon to be designing her own brand again. Nah. Oh, go on. I'll work for you. Just the t-shirts. I'll be your assist- I'm the best assistant. Ever. And maybe some earrings. Yeah. I think we could do earrings, badges, and t-shirts. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be dope. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks, Nat. You're the best. Thank you. Thanks again to Natalie. Check out her Instagram at the Natalia Supernova. Also, thanks to Paddy Hanna for the music again, Milkshake. Check it out on Spotify and iTunes. Of course, huge thank you as always to you for listening. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You don't understand what it means. Uh, Keep listening. I will keep on doing my best to keep you entertained. See you guys.